Hey, I'm Serge. And I'm Peter. And you're listening to Future Break. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Future Break podcast, part of the Podglomerate Network. And this is the podcast where we talk about emerging technology, human behavior, and what it all means for the future. And today, we're talking about the dark side of social media. I was going to say the dark side of the moon here. <laughs> Not quite that, though. Not quite that. And transforming robots that into cars. <laughs> that live in the moon, right? That live in the moon. Oh, man. We, haven't, been, we wa- haven't been back, people. We haven't been back. Right. You know, I've been wanting to talk about this one for a while now. I Yeah, it's funny you say that because I didn't... It's a good thing to talk about. I've actually just thought, like, is it too much like what we... Like what we do that desensitizes us, desensitize, or like we don't have the same appreciation for it. I don't. I don't know. Does that make sense? I'm actually okay with that. Okay, and I'm. I'm. We'll talk through it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think. Okay. I think it'll be fun. Okay. Well, before we do that, um, as usual, we've got the future news flash for you. Right, our first story is, you've probably heard quite a bit about this. Um, there was a false alarm on a Hawaii missile launch. Oh, my word. And um, for 38 minutes, Hawaiians got this notification in the on their phones, really, saying, hey, there's been a ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Uh, seek imminent shelter. This is not a drill like that. That is... Wow, thirty-eight minutes. Thirty-eight minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got I to gotta share this. There was a guy. There's a video that was being made, which is just one of these crazy human experiments, almost. Of like, right. what do you do when this happens? But there was a guy out playing golf during this time, sure. and he said, and he just started making. Him, he was like, "I love my family. I love everything like this, but oh I'm my. gonna spend my last fam- my last moments playing the thing that I love." Oh Go- my goodness. <laughs> I'm sure there was a lot of things. There'll be like a lot that. of stuff like that, yeah. right? It's just one thing. What goes through your mind? Right. Okay. I just had. I just. I thought it was one <laughs> of the most craziest things. Oh ever. my gosh! So, I okay. can't even imagine. All right, new challenge to CRISPR. So we've talked about CRISPR a lot. So with this gene editing concept, it's kind of been maybe concerned about the whole. Not concerned, but thought about maybe the holy grail of medical development: the immune system. Uh, could play a part in actually thwarting CRISPR. The immune system. Yeah, I mean you're you're technically editing stuff and put something in the mm. body that wasn't there before, right? Oh, let's hack the immune system. Uh, I guess that's the next wow. step. So, anyways, cool. Just want to give an update on that. Cool. Um, another big story here. I think this is also going to be an interesting thing coming down the road here. Uh, Ford is investing $11 billion into EVs, electric vehicles. So it's basically doubling what it was doing in the past, um, which is just telling you that, hey, these electric vehicles are here to stay. They're going to happen. It's happening, Peter. Ford. Ford. They're playing catch-up now. So I bet they are. Yeah. All right. And... CSS, CES was recently yeah. uh, showing up. And one of the things that came out of that that I just 
kind of wanted to highlight was the ping pong plane robot. <laughs> so just just goes to prove, like I was telling Serge earlier, this AI is just just fun and games to begin yeah. with. It's just fun and games, literally. But what's next? Is there a kill switch on that <laughs> robot? <laughs> I think you're trying to. Say. I'm sure there's something. Is there, is, there a, is there a kill mode on that? Why does it keep hitting the balls at me? <laughs> okay. Hopefully not. Hopefully but not. Who knows? So that's the future news flash for you guys. Um, I think this next topic is something that is just. We can go many different directions, I think. Oh, man. But. Um, the reason we really brought up, um, you know, or the show is called the dark side of social media is there's been a lot of attention to, um, many things lately. So, you know, the Russian news hacking thing, right. That you've all been hearing about, um, you know, the, the me too movement. Um, yeah. lots of different things start on, it seems like they start online and then they, you know, either create a larger audience or they fizzle out or whatever. Um, I came across, well, before we do that, let's, let's talk about the good. What's the good of social media? Um, I think number one, it connects people like never before. I can talk to my cousin who lives in Latvia, actually Germany now, just, just chatting him with him all day long on Facebook messenger, you know, that's kind of crazy to think that back in the day, if you wanted to communicate with somebody, a king would have to send a, a flotilla <laughs> to get their message secretly or properly crossed, you know. Now it's like, well, just just pull up your phone and text somebody or Facebook message them. That's that's pretty powerful, wouldn't on you say? The, on the other side of the world. Yeah, on the totally other side of the world, God knows what kind of you know, infrastructure they have there, but hey, they have Facebook Messenger. You know? <laughs> um that's a huge that's a huge benefit. I'm not gonna not gonna deny that. Uh the other one I think that that you're probably more closely in line with is just the ability to create a new marketplace almost. It I would the one of the phrases that comes to mind in in the world that uh, uh, well, you and I probably do a lot of business in an online marketing world. Right, is just the world is flat. You come across that phrase a lot. I just it's not like. Wait a minute! You're not a flat earther. No, not a flat earther. No, I'm not a flat earther. I'm just saying, like, there's. I'm actually not sure why that phrase comes up a lot, but the concept is just to say you I'm not having to try to reach somebody on, on the other side of the world like they are just like they're they're just like you said a text away or something like sure. that. I can reach them wherever they are. I don't have to fly around the globe oh, or see. anything like I that. I see that. Okay, yeah. I'm just just a Literally send them a message, right? Or hop on a Skype call or something like that. Yeah, um, I think. And the crazy part is, I, I don't think this is gonna just gonna keep getting better and better and better. And, and as like as far as technology keeps continuing to advance, I mean, we just talked about recently five G. Yeah, yeah, right. So, uh, 
And then, you know, that in one of the future news flashes, we, we talked about Facebook wanting to create Messenger for kids. Yes. So, I mean, they're, right, they're, <laughs> they're starting, they're trying to grow their user base, like, aggressively and in any possible way. Um, so, which, which is understandable. I mean, that's what you want to do when you have a platform like this. Who, who are you talking to? Talking to Jimmy. Oh, down the street? No, he lives in Russia. <laughs> we don't have Jimmy's in, in Russia. In the northeast part of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, there's there's a huge benefit of social media, again, from the connecting thing. One crazy story that I read. This is, this is really cool. Um, father finds his daughter after 39 years through the power of social media. Isn't that just nuts? That is crazy. That's nuts. This it's guy, cool, though. Yeah, it's super cool. He posted a picture of himself, like, just with a note, you know, saying who he is and where he, um, he, uh, who the birth mother was. And lo and behold, he finds his daughter after many, I mean, I can't even imagine, like, the joy you have when this happens, you know. Um, I also think another another aspect of social media is it has the power to create um, new entertainment and new, I mean, let's just face it. There's some people that are, their job is their Instagram account or their um, Facebook profile or their YouTube videos, right? Like how many, there's a ton of people out there. And the crazy thing is there's no um, really age limit. I've seen you know, three-year-old kids make thousands of dollars a month just by putting reviews of toys. Right. It it begs new ethical questions. It but totally yeah. does, yeah. But yeah, no, um, one of the ones of that really intrigued me, what was, oh, it's a video one. Oh, my goodness. Shucks. It's not Snapchat. It, it's way. It's not fine, man. Are you okay. talking about um, the Twitter one? The uh, the the platform, right? You're talking uh, about. Yeah, it was a platform. Anyways, but it was like kids, kids, yeah, like just hopping on there and doing, you know, little things like almost like a Vine. Yeah, Vine, Vine back in the. That's it what it wasn't was, yeah. Vine, but it was something else that kind of. Brought a lot of viners over okay. there, probably. I gotcha. I just remember looking at that and like, didn't I realize you could do location centric? Yeah. And I clicked within twenty five mile radius, and I'm like, oh my word! There's a bunch this of this kid there. is like four years old doing this. There's no one who's six, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm a thirty year old man, and I'm like, it just, it just was weird. <laughs> it was just, it just was really, really weird. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't like it. I got off it. But anyways, I what was that one? Anyway, but that's to your point. Yeah, it's accessible now for right, right, crazy ages. Yeah, that, I mean that's that's just the huge part is like the accessibility. I mean, like think about this. Okay, we're kind of both in the advertising space. Um, what what did it cost? I'm just curious. Like, and I don't know the number, but I'm I'm just just thinking out loud. What did it cost to reach? You know, five hundred thousand people in let's say nineteen ninety, before the internet really took hold, probably a lot. I mean, you were going to go either print or TV at that point or radio, right. and 
I mean, it probably wasn't super cheap. Now, you can reach that audience for like 10 bucks on Facebook. It's just, it's just wild the power that you have with social media. Yeah. And the, the reach that it, I mean, and like the targeting of it, that that's to me, that's the craziest thing. Oh yeah. It's like the hyper targeting, like, Hey, show this ad to 34 year old soccer moms in Paducah, Kentucky. Let's just say who like, I like Justin Paducah. Bieber. I like Paducah, Kentucky. I like Paducah. Yeah. I just drove, yeah. drove through it the other day. Yeah. Um, who like Justin Bieber or something, you know, yeah. you have, you can hyper, hyper, um, grand, make it very granular as you're advertising, which advertisers love that because, I mean, they know specifically and exactly where their money is going and who is in that audience too, which I don't think we've ever had a more clear picture into that as we do now. Right. So, um, again, lots of good, I mean, but with all good things, there is a dark side. <laughs> Indeed. Um, this is okay. This to me, this is like the 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 tool or wep the classic tool or weapon discussion that people have. A knife. Is it a tool or is it a weapon? Well, that really depends. It depends on how you Uh-oh. use it. Are we gonna in the hands of the wrong person? <laughs> well, even in the hands of the right person, it's either a tool or a weapon, depending on your usage. So, I suppose if you're cooking dinner, it's a it's a tool. You're chopping chopping up onions or whatever. It could very quickly become a weapon in the hands of somebody that's mad, um, you know, somebody that's whatever whatever intent they have. I suppose if you're being attacked, it becomes a weapon. If you're being weapon, attacked, it, it becomes a weapon. Yeah, but in the right hands. Yeah, if you're out in the wild Ugh. and some animal is trying to trying to get you, um, it's an it's a weapon, and then. Maybe ten minutes later, it's it's a tool to clean fish or whatever. Anyways, I feel like social media is that kind of thing. It's a tool. It's a tool. Okay. Uh, well, well, it's it's. I'm not saying it can't. Okay, I'm not saying it can't be used as a weapon. This is why this is gonna be a fun conversation. I. Okay. What really brought me to this point and i yeah. think we're gonna go ahead and, and you're gonna cue this up here um i recently came across this video from this guy was the vice president for user growth at facebook his name i want to try to pronounce it is chamath polyhaptia chamath polyhaptia and he was sitting down i think it was at stanford um just kind of discussing one of his new ventures, which not, had nothing to do with Facebook. But um, here's a video, and we're going to play. It's it's about, I don't know, two or so minutes long. Um, so let's just roll that, and let's just okay. kind of discuss what, that, what he said. I want to bring us back to the point that you were making about exploiting consumer behavior in a consumer internet business. You said that this is a time for soul searching in social media businesses, and, and you were part of building the largest one. What soul-searching are you doing right now on that? I feel tremendous guilt. Um, I, think we, I think we all knew in the back of our minds 
even though we feigned this whole line of like, there probably aren't any really bad unintended consequences. I think in the back, deep, deep recesses of our minds, we, we kind of knew something bad could happen. But I think the way we defined it was not like this. It literally is a point now where I think we have created tools that are ripping apart the social fabric of how society works. That is truly where we are. And I would encourage all of you as the future leaders of the world to really internalize how important this is. If you feed the beast, that beast will destroy you. If you push back on it, we have a chance to control it and rein it in. And it is a point in time where people need to hard break from some of these tools and the things that you rely on. The short-term dopamine-driven feedback loops that we have created are destroying how society works. No civil discourse, no cooperation, misinformation, mistruth. And it's not an American problem. This is not about Russian ads. This is a global problem. So we are in a really bad state of affairs right now, in my opinion. It is, it is eroding the core foundations of how people behave by and between each other. Um, and I don't have a good solution. You know, my solution is I just don't use these tools anymore. I haven't for years. It's created huge tension with my friends, huge tensions in my social circles. Um, if you look at, like, you know, my Facebook feed, I probably haven't, I've posted maybe two times in seven years, three times. Okay. There's That's a crazy. Lot, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, isn't that crazy? I want to apologize. <laughs> he feels guilty. For One of the guys, he, like... <clears throat> for what he did. Literally, his job is... Title is user growth. Like, <clears throat> his job was, how do we get more eyeballs on Facebook? How do we get more engaged users? How do we increase the user... Average user time or whatever metric they track to to be extended, to be better. So that we can serve them more ads, you know, all this stuff. And I thought that was sobering. I thought that was just, you know, like, how do you, I don't know. How do you, <laughs> he's having some really conflicting soul searching, I think. How many times has one of your, if I can maybe say this, your parents or your aunts or uncles or maybe even grandparents say that like they're concerned or people just, you know, they're concerned about how the way people are now interacting with each other because of what social media has done. Did anybody talk to you about that? Um, not, not my aunts and uncles or family, but. More like friends. I've heard that from friends, yeah. Yeah, I guess. A little bit. I guess that's probably maybe more true in my case as well, a little bit. but Because we still talk to our family. Um, Yeah. I just... I I like how he does talk about the dopamine hit. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's... That's proven. That's proven. Right. And dopamine is the is the chemical in your body that makes you happy. I mean, it gives you a little happiness boost, and 
you know, I'm not going to lie. When you post something on Instagram and you're like, oh, 50 likes in 10 minutes, that's, whew, I must be doing something right, you know. I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. One other hit. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's it's literally, it's taking a, a hit, it's like taking a hit of drugs, just one like at a time. So, um, that's a good point. This is, and this is where I'm like, you know, this guy's got a point. We, we don't know the, the long-term effects of social media. We just don't know it because it's so new. And yeah, like you and I have probably been on it for, you know, 10 years plus maybe in general. Right. I got my, I think I got my Facebook like in 2007. I don't post anything on there, honestly. I use it more as a like a login platform. <laughs> oh, your Facebook account. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that too. Like Yeah. But then then you you get in and you you see some of the comments that people write, you see some of the posts that they send out, you're like, "Really? Really? You're posting this garbage or you said something like like you said something like this to another human being. Okay, let's let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Okay, politics. Yeah, totally. Okay, I now, think, now, I want to be very clear. This is this is me and Serge talking right here. But I can almost dare say, even at times where I thought I should, I want to say something. Yeah, I never do. You want to know the reason why? Why? It does nothing. <laughs> yeah. It does nothing, yeah. man. Okay. When have you ever been like, when is it, okay, when is it ever, <laughs> just think of it this way, you're at work, you're ticked off at your boss, mm-hmm. do you want to, do you want to, or a client, I don't care, mm-hmm. and you want to like, send them a, a message saying like, how can you do, no, this is wrong, this is everything like that, and you're torqued, is it a good idea to in the moment, write something and send it out? <laughs> No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Of course not. No, it's a t- it, terrible idea. So now let's imagine this, except now you're doing it to your whole friend network. Yeah. And it's not internalized even inside a company. This is like the whole world. Yeah. Is that a good idea? Mm. No. Nope. Now, I want to be clear. I am a free speech guy. So, you know, if you want to do that, fine, whatever. That's yeah. your choice. Go ahead and do it. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying... There's probably a different setting for some of those things to actually have that conversation. I don't know. Maybe I'm just spouting off my head. It'd be I don't. Yeah, but I'm just saying there's there's something about we've all seen it. Just think mm-hmm. to yourself, we've all seen it. It's like you know what's it's like. Hey, geez, Serge. Yeah, I agree with you, man. But that is what a crappy way to say that, sir. That's gonna be. A, <laughs> What are you doing? I'm on a podcast with you, Serge. Why are you saying this? <laughs> Stop hurting me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and I think social media it has like this. Um, it it removes the filter in a lot of people. Like, I mean, they're de- most people are decent, right? Let's let's just say that most people are decent. Oh my word! They don't want to fight. I mean. If this happened in real life, most people would say, oh, I'm so sorry, excuse me, or, you know, and walk away. Walk away. But online, it gives you a, almost a different power to to say these things. 
people and, people, you, and people. you go like you know i hate your ideas you're you're you know you're fake news and your shirt's ugly too peter you know like they go to the next level well, the next level and it's like, like okay now let's see if you would actually say that if they're standing in right? front of you exactly exactly my point and so this is where oh my word there's a darkness to social media too oh. it brings out um and, and and let me okay so i was thinking about this yesterday too like I think when these networks started, they were more good than bad. Okay? So, like, Facebook was more good than bad because I had Facebook when I was in... I lived in Seattle for a couple years. My family all lives here in Sioux Falls, where I'm at now. Yeah. And I got Facebook, and, man, it was awesome. Like, I could see my brothers posting pictures, you know, my mm-hmm. my immediate family. My mom even got a Facebook, too, after a while. And I could see all of that without having to, like, you know, get a text from them or having... It just it just naturally happened. I was like, dude, this is awesome. This is amazing. So when it started, to me, I feel like, again, this is just my opinion, it was more good than bad. Right. Now, it feels like more bad than good. It mm. feels like, you know, there's there's just so many things. You're like, you're you're laying in bed at night. And how many times have you done this? Just scrolling through Instagram. Yeah. scrolling through facebook and you're just like why can't i stop it's four in the morning <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes you know it's like my goodness man it's what like are you the, doing there's nothing else on there's nothing new like and you have this uh, almost desire to you know you don't hear a notification but you like i want to just pull out my phone and just check okay i'm actually gonna i'm gonna say a theory here okay all right so the other side of this dark side is the fact that um, we see people's highlights. Yes. Yep. Like of their life. Yep. And it makes sense. Yep. You and I would want to post the highlight. We don't want to post the crappy stuff. <laughs> the crappy stuff is for Snapchat. I will say this though, <laughs> just just as a quick marketing thing, if you want if you want people to trust you, post some of the stuff that's actually yeah. real as well. Yeah. That isn't as glamorous. Yeah. Admit, admit the struggles that you have. Anyways, um. The and so honestly, I've thought about this when our neighbor that we know uh, their their kid was in college and they and they said I mean a kid who did exceptionally well in high mm-hmm. school right super anxiety yeah and the thing is is like you you've been going in this life where you're now in a social media world where you see only the highlights totally. And now you get thrust into this college life of like now you get added additional responsibility and you now you're now now it's not just like oh I got to work on my degree I'm working on my degree but I'm seeing all these different highlights around me right constantly because it's a part of your social sphere practically yeah. in college yeah. right oh yeah so um and I just think that's got to wear on you oh yeah so um. I think the worst platform for that is Instagram. Hmm. In terms of highlighting just the, the the highs of your life, right? People like to see my kids on a filter so much. Right? <laughs> well, no, it's, never another no filter. Okay, before recently they introduced the option to upload m- multiple photos. Most people still don't use that. I right. find. Um, but back then, I mean, when they started out, it was literally take your best shot. <laughs> you know, is yeah. take your best shot, upload it. Um, reminds me of a story I read a few years ago. This gal, um, 
she was a uh, Australian, like she was a teenager. Okay, teenager, Australian teenager. Started like taking shots on Instagram when she was, I think, 15 or 16. Um, and just, you know, started basically just amassing a huge following. People were, she has like half a million followers. Yeah. That's crazy. And it was nuts. Like, okay. And then something happened. Like, I think something broke in her. And she went back a few years afterwards and commented on some of the photos that she took. And I mean, they're all like perfectly staged. You know, she's wearing like, she's getting paid to wear the clothes that she's wearing, you know, like showing her like fit body or whatever. And she would comment and she's like, this is not real life. That's how she started every post. This is not real life. And then she would say like, oh, looks like this was just a random, you know, moment of me walking up to someone. Walking down the street with a bag swinging in my hand. Exactly. We took about 300 (laughs) photos to get this one right. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a teenager. This, This person doesn't know anything about anything yet. And they already are working through that kind of a crazy like what did that like seriously it it broke her i think instagram broke her for a long time because she would go and it was just it was sad it was sad to read that story because you're like you know here's a shot of a of me eating a burger but you didn't see the spit bucket that i had under the table you know (laughs) like wow like that that's the stuff. That's the stuff, dude. That's the bad stuff. Um I'm gonna go okay, okay. I, I wanna get back to my theory here. Okay, go ahead. goes along with that. So we hate that dopamine fix of like, oh, engagement, I got likes, or we're staying up late. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I feel terrible. And what do you do? Like, I got to feel happy. What's the quickest way for me to laugh? Yeah. You throw on Netflix and just start pounding the shows. Yeah. 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 I mean. It's an escape. It's not. It's just. (laughs) It's horrible. It's horrible. Speaking about myself here. Just. uh, That's. I think. But I know I'm not the only one. Oh, you, Peter. Everyone's done it, dude everyone's like oh. i mean i'm just i'm actually grateful my life right now where i'm like hey i'm not like trying to pound five or six netflix shows at a time anymore yeah, yeah. maybe focused on one at most right. right now so but like but that goes why am i doing that right because i'm trying to escape yep something else yeah be because well when you're when you're looking at you're constantly looking at social media that is perfect you know quote unquote perfect it's nowhere near perfect in real life Mm-mm. you're like well my life doesn't look anywhere near that. If my life looked 10% like that, I would be happy. And so this is why people do that kind of stuff. They, they binge on Netflix. They binge on social media and, you know, trying to make themselves look better. And it doesn't, it doesn't bring in the, the insecurities and, and the fears that people have and just the normal, life that people live like it it just it messes with your life let's just say that it really messes with your life now is this true for everybody no way no way i think social media again 
it's a tool or it's a weapon. Right. If you're using it as a as a tool, you're going to go out there, you're going to connect with people. You're going to find like-minded people like, you know, maybe you like I don't know. I I, I joined a couple like meat smoking forums on Facebook. Love it. <laughs> okay. That's my thing. That's my hobby. I like smoking meat. So I joined a few of them and like, oh, there's people that are posting recipes and posting their Until, I'm like, oh, this is John's so cool. like, we gotta smoke out the swamp in Washington. <laughs> <laughs> you're so like, you're like, John, come on, man. Just <laughs> oh, yeah. put the tongs down, John. Put the tongs down. But okay. So that's that's where like there's the positive, you know, and, and I know that a lot of you know, a lot of like okay this is another interesting facet is um so as you guys know that my family and i are immigrants from ukraine yeah and um my mom is now finding classmates that she went to school with like in fifth grade through facebook through social media are they still in ukraine or some of them here yeah a lot of them are in ukraine a lot of them some of them are here it's like you know how did you do that before like seriously that that's the cool i mean that's a really cool part Again, that's that's one cool thing. But um, the other the other thing that I want to kind of shift here a little bit is this is another this is kind of the the, the other thing that I want <laughs> that uh, that's going to change. Um, Facebook is decided. So Mark Zuckerberg has said his goal for twenty eighteen was to make Facebook better. And so we really recently found out what that means. Um, Facebook is changing how they are basically promoting and, and show what they're displaying in your newsfeed. So um, what they're doing is you'll see more posts from your friends um, and some that have more comments versus from brands and publications. So in, in an effort to... I think what they're what they're thinking is in an effort to curb some of this, you know, influencer marketing news things, fake news, right. real news, whatever kind of news. They have they have to change Facebook, and I think I think it's a good thing. I think in some ways, though, it's I don't say a cop out. They're trying to avoid. The issues that Facebook has had to deal with. Yeah. Okay. So you're saying that this is this is not solving the issues? I'm not saying it isn't solving the issues. I want to say more in some case in some cases, not completely. It's an avoidance, a deterrent hmm. of dealing with the other stuff. Hmm. I mean So is it censoring? It's a good question. <laughs> Kind if it's of, censoring, it's not censoring because they like. There's maybe even a certain agenda they want. I, mm-hmm. I at least I like to tend to believe that. Um, it's more like if there's any censoring, it's censoring because like, listen, we want you to enjoy Facebook, and so like you see fun families and yeah. friends and stuff like that. Yeah. We don't want you to see like the guy in Sioux Falls here, who. Who uh, drove his via car into my dentist? <laughs> do, you, do you remember that video, though? <laughs> yes. Yeah. My dentist is fine, by the way. Yeah, 
but like yeah live streaming that or i mean because here's the here's the deal like there's some things about um like just what does facebook deal it deals with all these people posting all this stuff and to think that do they want to deal with the fact that like something they do has like an economic repercussion or political repercussion or something like that, or can be manipulated in some capacity. That's less likely when we're just showing you your friends and your family. Yes. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. That totally makes sense. And I think you're right. I think that's kind of what they concluded is if we show more family friends, um, you're less likely to be sad. Right, you're less likely to see some news article that, you know, something crazy happened or like, you know, against your your politician or for your politician that that really, I mean, and some of these things are just so polar polarizing. You know, yeah. obviously politics, right? Oh man, and I think a lot of people. I realized that this year, this last uh, 2016, 2017, was kind of a kind of a Debbie Downer year for Facebook. Like I would log in sometimes and just see the uncivil discourse, yeah, between friends, and I'm like, really? I mean, and don't get me wrong, like there's just fanatics on both sides, and there's some even on the third side of the aisle. It's like, okay, you're you're totally out of the loop here, but it's like <sighs> people, you know, people had this like. For example, let's say for for Trump, people had like this. We have to we have to filter everything he does, and um, we have to essentially be apologists for him. Like he says something stupid, and you know, quite frankly, he 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 does that all the time. He he's just kind of uncareful with his words. Let's say that. Yeah. Um, and people would go and defend it. People. And then you got the other side, you know, Hillary would would do something or and the exact same thing happened with those people. And I'm like, this is so like some days I'm like, I just don't want to open Facebook because I know I'm gonna see some ignorant defense. I think it's a reason why I got off Twitter even more so. Oh yeah, Twitter Twitter was even worse. And I, I never really used it that much, but Twitter was just so bad. And you're seeing posts from people like I don't know, I don't even know this person. How how is this even showing up in my feed? I mean, I follow like designers, basically. You know, <laughs> like right. Why am I reading about politics? Um, and it's 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 come. You know, it's it's given that like that political like you're either for us or against us. I feel like you know, and bef- before when this was not available, I, you know, obviously there was disagreements with politics since the beginning of politics, but I, f- I feel like before it was, Hey, I disagree with your political stance. Let's talk about it. Or let's, you know, sh- help me understand why, why you believe this way. That's why we're fans of Dave Rubin. Oh yeah. Yeah. By the way, if you want to actually see a good civil discourse, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Go watch the Ruben report on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, anyways. But yeah, exactly. So what what Dave does is he literally gets in person. In person guests that are 
either you know they're all over the place they're some of them are conservative some of them are liberal some of them are middle of the road and he just talks to people and he doesn't scream no he doesn't raise his voice some of them are priests some of them are atheists yeah i mean my goodness and and it's like okay here's one guy doing it or maybe there's a couple other people that are doing this kind of a you know format of this type of discussion why does it why does it have to be one guy or one gal or a couple people like where where did we lose ourselves yeah and and not being able to talk about things and having to like have this need to prove that we are right you know what i mean mm. so i don't know i i i think with this facebook change um publishers and and brands are really the losers in this totally because now you're getting less exposure um, on on Facebook, which was which was honestly just the the cheapest way to make money, like for a publisher or for a brand. You know, the thing that always comes to my mind is like I'm looking down my feed and then I see an ad for like a purse. And yeah, I'm like, what the? <laughs> I don't like any purses. And then it says, uh, one of your friends likes Coach. And then they show me, you know, a coach ad or coach video. I'm like, I don't like coach. I don't care if they like coach. Like, don't show me that, you know? (laughs) I will will say this. I'm curious if this type of movement um, continues to just put people in silos. Oh, yeah. The echo chamber. Like like the echo chamber concept. And by the way, Facebook isn't the only one. I feel like YouTube... I'm actually trying to find ways to break out of my uh, YouTube suggested videos because I'm yeah. thinking to myself, like, there's got to be more than what I'm just, come on, man, give me something different. Give me something new, yeah. This is this is bumming me out. Yeah. How much of, how much of whatever you, would, like, maybe even believe or, like, have watched before do you want to keep watching over and over again before you're like, I need something different? Yeah. Anyways. So, and even that, I think, is like we've become desensitized to um, just life. Like we, you know, you, little things used to make us happy, like small. And now it's like, oh, I've seen that video, or like, oh, this backflip is not cool anymore. Let's let's go to the extreme, <laughs> right? And some people, and this is, you know, this this happened recently. This this Instagram Instagrammer just um, again. They found a fad of, hey, let's take really dangerous photos in really dangerous places. So they would climb up on um, towers, on yeah. cranes, on buildings. And just to get that dopamine hit, they would risk their life. And unfortunately, one guy recently, like I think it was November of 2016, um, he was just well-known instagrammer who who would take these just this impossible photos seemingly and um i think his girlfriend was helping him take the take the shot from another building and he was on this building and he was like hanging off the the ledge or something like that guy couldn't pull himself up and actually fell to his death for likes like i don't know that doesn't that you know, doesn't that really mess with you? So 
sorry. It does. Okay, I'm, I'm, it does, but at the same time, I understand why I did it. It's it's not foreign to me why you want to do that. Right, right. The uh, I think one of the worst ones that I've heard was that's horrible. By the way, yeah. The worst one that I remember in the past, I want to say a year, for sure. I think eight months was the boyfriend girlfriend were doing uh, were trying to build up their vlog, and one of the stunts they were going to do was the. Quite frankly, it's very stupid. But the the guy held up like phone books. And um, the girl shot into the phone books, thinking the phone books were going to stop. Oh my bullet. gosh! Are you kidding me? And I'm, kill, and I killed heard, the guy. I haven't heard that story. Yeah. <sighs> See, and and so and now she's and like it's just horrible because like ironic. I mean, the horrible part was like she was. I think she was even pregnant with. Oh my word! With with with, with her boyfriend and like, <sighs> it's just. That's heartbreaking. And l- literally, their their concept was is this is going to be awesome when we go big. Yeah. Let's push the let's push the push, envelope. Push the envelope. And I think we've we've been pushing it too far. So we've been pushing it too hard. Like I even catch myself, man, like watching a really cool montage of like somebody doing something cool, and you're like, ah, I've seen better. <laughs> it's like. Really? Do you see the amazing thing that this person is doing in this video? Like they're doing triple backflips and you're like, I've seen better. Really? We've become that insensitized <laughs> or desensitized rather. So, um, I, I don't know if we should blame. It's, it's, I'm not blaming Facebook. No, or, I know. Or I'm well, blaming yeah, exactly. human nature for this. Really? This is what I think this is kind of why. <sighs> I want to say the dark side because this brings out the dark side of human nature. Long story short is you have to, you honestly, I, you, this goes back to my our concept of the individual. Yeah. It comes down to the individual yep. and like what is, you got to understand what's good, what's good and not good for you. You're responsible for your choices. You're responsible for right. your choices. And, um, and quite frankly, this is, this is, if you need help, get help. Yeah. Like there are people who literally, <laughs> Because this is a thing, have careers off of this. Oh yeah, to provide help. Oh yeah, for for these scenarios, uh, and this we haven't even talked about this, but the social concept of the social detox. Should, should we end on this? Maybe. Yeah, let's end on that. Yeah, the concept of social detox, where you just cut off. Yeah, because we think, oh, I need to be online because I'm gonna miss. Something. It's, it's gonna go down or something. Like that. No, it's gonna keep going on with or without you. Yeah. I think the endless scroll that that was invented is like the it's just the worst because before you had a button you, you had to physically click on end? next to go to the next page. It's like you know, and some at some point you gave up. You're like, okay, I'm I'm not pressing that button anymore. It's time to go to bed. And now it's endless scroll. There's no stopping to it. I mean, literally, there is no end. <laughs> So, you know, I think I think a challenge for that I want to kind of put out to to our listeners and and even to myself mostly is why you know why do we have to live on on the internet? Why can't we just live in real life? Because because of the connectedness is part of our our life yeah. living daily. I, I agree. I think our, our society has become 
Like this is this is part of our society now. This is not like an outlier. This is totally part of our society. But how does it feel to be disconnected? And if you haven't well, felt that in a while, like yeah. I would challenge you to do that. Just That's a very minimum. Just take a weekend. Take a weekend off. Put your phone on airplane mode Dude. or or at least do not disturb. Or turn off the notifications. And turn just, off all just so you don't just so you don't even yeah. like see, hey, I have a new like or a new And I can detest there's a there's a mince for you. And seriously, there I've done this before and it, it just it just like oh you I'm less cranky, I'm less angry, less anxious and all that stuff. But anyways, there's a lot we could talk about, but this is kind of what we want to talk um, on this side of things. Um, we don't have a solution. We don't have a solution. <laughs> the solution really is just just be a good person online. And and you know just just take a break sometimes. If you're ticked off, leave it. <laughs> just walk away. Walk, <laughs> flip up and get the get out of the app yeah. and, and move on to something else. Well, thanks for listening to Future Break. Um, you can check us out on futurebreak.net. Uh, that's our site. And then, of course, we're going to plug our social media pages after we talked about social media. Oh but man, you can find us on Twitter. Is this uh, where we should ethically say we'll skip it for this episode? Actually, yeah, we'll Let's, skip it, we'll for, skip this it for this episode. Next time. However, this is going to be a new call to action we have. If you feel like this episode would be helpful to somebody, oh, yeah. please share it. Please share this. Yep. Um, where else can they find us, Peter? They can find us on listening platforms like Spotify, CastBox, of course, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. NPR One. We are now on a NPR, NPR One. So welcome to all you, all you listeners from there. Man, what a change. <laughs> And Stitcher and other platforms as such. So, yep. anyways, thanks again for listening to this episode. Take a break, everyone. Yep. We'll talk to you next time. Have a magical day. <laughs>